Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of our season four of Puedo Aprender Inglés. In this season, I tell you about books that I've read about and my experience with the books and the authors and the background. And today I am so very excited because I bring you a book that is so local and I'm talking so local that it makes me so excited. You know, I am not a person that likes to suffer and complain and I was listening to the author of this book. His name is Jaime Lopez and he wrote two books. Uh, El Hijo del Muerto, which in English would be like the son of the dead man and Las Brisas del Brasil which would be like the breezes that come from Brazil I guess from a very quick and bad translation <laughs> um, I was listening to him speak yesterday because he was at a local coffee shop in my neighborhood in Bogota speaking about uh, his new book The Son of the Dead Los El Hijo del Muerto And I was listening to him and it just made me so happy because typically when we as Colombian people read stuff that is not from local authors, um, the big and important literature books, it's typically uh, translated into the Spanish of Spain or the Spanish of Mexico using their expressions, which is fine and it's it's normal and it's natural but you know it doesn't feel as good as reading something that uses your expressions another thing that happened to me that it was very weird for example i spoke about uh the millennium trilogy and this is from a finnish author and of course all the names of the places and the people are so strange It's hard to read because you don't know these places. You don't know these type of names. You've never heard them before. And you don't have any personal context or contact with those places. I've never been to Finland. So, of course, I don't know what they're talking about, really. Uh, of course, you enjoy the reading, but you do feel a little bit of alienation. And I was so excited to hear this man speak yesterday because... It's so local that it feels home to me to read this type of book. The expressions, the names of the places, you know, he mentions places that I've been to, parks that I've been to. He mentions situations that I've been in and every kind of person that grew up in Bogota in the 90s uh, or even now probably has this type of experience of get-togethers and the expressions that people use when they're in college. And so it's the, colo the, the colloquial expressions, the vernacular, as it were. It's just so exciting to read something that is so um, close to you verbally uh, in terms of language. And so I, I didn't think this was important for me. I never felt, as I said before, I'm not complaining about the translation of other books and I'm not complaining about not being included in literature as a person, as a heritage, as a people. Um, but 
I never thought that it would feel so nice to be included. And so I felt included in, in this story, even though it's not about me, even though it's not my story. And I was so very excited to hear about it. So that's a little background. Today, I'm not really going to tell you what the book is about, these two books. What I'm going to do is an experiment. And this experiment can absolutely go off the rails and not go very well. <laughs> the experiment is that I'm going to read you a couple pages of the book so you get a sense of the feeling. But I'm going to read them in English. The book is in Spanish. It's in a very colloquial Bogota Spanish. And I haven't translated it beforehand. So what I'm going to be doing is translating it on the go, which is why this can go absolutely wrong and bad. <laughs> um, but I'm doing this so that you get the experience on the flip side, you know, typically we're reading a book in English and in our head we're translating it maybe to Spanish and that's hard to do and sometimes it doesn't work perfectly. But it's very rare that we take something that it's our Spanish and we turn it into English and so it's just an experiment to see what the feeling would be in reverse. So here it goes. I'm going to read um, the first few paragraphs of chapter one of this book that is called El Hijo del Muerto by Jaime Lopez. And I'm just going to give it a go. So here we are. Chapter one. My dad was a broken man. It was always weird to me when I tried to remember him, especially because he was very old, even from the first images that I have of him in my memory. He was so old that one of the things that is very clear about my childhood and the way that I remember it is many people asking, are these his grandchildren? They were referring to my sister, my brother and I. However, the answer was no, we were his kids. And the truth is that he could have been that old since I was born, since he was born. I don't know. <laughs> he looked old to me. Uh, I think of him as a broken man because I feel that it was so in so many aspects. First, he was most evident in his body, not because he looked older, but because he had a type of arthritis that everybody uh, in the family told me that it started when he was young. I never even believed that he had ever been young, ever. I grew up hearing people flatter him because they would say that they had never met anybody kinder, uh, anybody who would help those who were vulnerable, helping them in his uh, office as a doctor without even charging them anything. Many times he came home with a bag of oranges or a different fruit because that's how he had been paid. Ah, I'm sorry to phrase it this way, but my dad was broken from the inside as well. 
I don't remember the first time that he struck me. Just that my conscience was already there. It was something that it was just a given for me. I was afraid of my father. I was afraid of the rope with knots at the end with which he would hit my brother and I when he felt like we deserved it. Mother, bring me the rope because these two are behaving poorly, he would tell my mother. My mother was also afraid of him. She would walk around with her head, looking at the ground, holding the rope, while he told me and my brother how hard it was to be in the army, how hard it would be to be in the army when we would grow up, how hard it had been for him. As you can tell, this story is about kind of, it, it's a fictional story, but it's very also, it comes from the heart because it's probably also very close to the life of the author. And it's a story of a broken man, a broken father. And it's a healing story. It's an emotional story. It's an emotional roller coaster. And I hope everybody can find this book and read it. Um, the author yesterday was talking about how he wrote the book for himself. Uh, he wrote it because it's something that he wanted to write about, something that he felt strongly about, something that he cried writing about and sort of healed writing about. And he never expected to have kind of a good response. He never imagined that other people too would say, hey, my father was a broken man too. And he described people at the book fair visiting his stand and reading the first few paragraphs like I just read you, of course, in Spanish, and kind of crying and breaking down or calling their siblings right there and then, telling their siblings, hey, we need to read this book. Um, it's about our broken dad. Uh, and so it's very touching. And it's very touching the light way that he is so vulnerable at expressing himself, even on stage, you know. This is a hard story to tell, but you would never imagine so from watching the author speak because he makes jokes, he blows his nose, he goes to the bathroom right in the middle of an interview. Um, and he's just so light and direct. And one of the messages that he had was that, you know, uh, the type of story that he had, he's sorry that other people also had that story. And it shows how fragile masculinity is in, in its construction of our society here in Colombia, that it's not okay to cry in public, that it's not okay to break down in public, that you that the idea that somebody would buy this book and have to read it sort of in a very private and isolated way, just in case they break down and cry. Uh, and, and him speaking about this, uh, him reading about being caught 
masturbating in the bathroom. <laughs> Things that people would uh, generally be ashamed and putting it so forward, putting it so out there, out in the open. Uh, it's great. It's very refreshing. It's very relieving. And of course, uh, it's 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 been very popular and it's 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 touching people's fibers and it's attracting an audience and i am so very lucky to have met this man and the author of these two books um please i don't know if he has a website i don't know if his stuff is in on amazon but i will find out and put his info on the links to this episode and maybe maybe just maybe uh we'll get a chance to interview him later. And so if I do interview him, you would be the first to know. <laughs> I hope you really enjoyed today's different story with our little experiment. Let me know if you liked the experiment, if you liked me reading this chapter, if you were able to get emotional and follow along because I did get a little bit emotional and I decided to stop. Um, So, well, let me know how it went and I will catch you with the next episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you as always for stopping by and I'll catch you next time. Si este episodio te hizo feliz, compártelo en tus redes por WhatsApp, por Instagram. Y asegúrate de seguirnos para no perderte nuestra próxima clase gratuita.